Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's another wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Exciting hour and change of the Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me, that's Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. All right. How's it going, everybody? Yeah. We're, we're good. Don't answer. You You're just listening to us and we can't hear you. Well, I heard somebody say, oh, <laughs> just building up to this, what they were going to say. Guy, turn that frown upside down because it's yeah. Ice Cream Social time. Ice Cream Social. No one can, be, no one can frown at ice cream. Fact. Don't forget. On the wheels of steel, it's Jacob. Just science. Just yeah. science. Just you can't, science. You can't frown at ice cream. Uh, out, out there is a lactose intolerant person being like, really? Is that one true? Of, one, of our, uh, one of our Even fans. Even then, it's still got to feel good going down. Just it, I am mildly lactose intolerant. Still love ice cream. Yeah. One of our it fans. It just upsets my stomach. I still e- eat it. Emailed uh, or sent us a dippy cone picture. Yeah, we someone posted. Yeah, we posted. A Cheer yourself up with some dippy cone pictures, guys. Dippy cone. Dippy cone. Dippy cone pics. We're going to release a dippy cone calendar. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, Dude, it would be ice cream dripping on the right lady parts. Hello. Oh, or man parts. Or Hello. Man, I, I, we, do not, we do not discriminate here. No way. Um, Drip it. We are I'm on the hunt for balls. Uh, I just want to say hello to any new scoops because uh, uh, any ice cream socials or ice cream socialites. Our uh, numbers last week off the charts, just like way better. Our September is just flooring our summer. Thank you, guys. Hey, guys. Which is very good news. Very good news. And uh, some crazy news is that we have a new brand new number one episode of all time. (gasps) Ooh. Which is? Slutty Little Red Truck. Slutty Little Red Truck. Our very last uh, last uh, last episode of last week, which just shot right up the fucking charts. It's a just great episode. Scott McGee. Uh, he was a by. fascinating guest. A fascinating guest. Uh, we had a lot of fun with him. We did. Yep. He's the perfect balance of information to fun. And I do know he listens. So how you doing, Scott? Scott, thank you so much. So Scott, you are now our number one episode. You know what uh, cracked the top five? What cracked the top five? This is good news for Jacob. Oh, not that one. Jihad me at hello. Tuba oh. Gooding Jr. Now also in the top five. Is now now uh now up there uh in the ranks of the immortals. I love that episode. People we get a lot of good feedback on that episode. <laughs> uh I got some really great Except for uh, trombone players. What's who a, hate that we called it a tuba. Right, tuba trombone. But trombone <laughs> trombone gooding jr. isn't funny. No, but Doesn't tuba gooding jr. Tuba is, gooding jr. Hilarious. is funny. What else uh what else is up there? Uh it's still uh our uh, our sex worker episode. Yep. And uh, then we've got Graham, uh, Graham always rocking it. Oh yeah. And oh. uh Benedict Negro. Ah, uh, Benedict. Benedict from Cirque du Soleil. Oh, I need to go back and listen to that episode. That's a good episode. It is a good episode. Yeah, I want to have him episode. back on again. He actually wrote in, actually. Um, let me, I'm going to find his email. He sent us a scoop mail. He sent us a scoop mail, yeah. Well, while you're looking for that, I'd like to send a special shout-out to Scoop John S., who contacted me on Twitter. Uh, so, for those of you who know, some of you may have been following me on uh, Twitter, I went to the Classic Gaming Expo this weekend. I got to spend most of my Saturday there chilling, checking out the retro games. And while I was there, the night before I was there, I was up late watching Twitch, which is the video game streaming channel. And, of course, I was watching the newly released demos 
and some people have the Japanese versions of Super Smash Brothers. Whoa! For those of you who don't know, Super Smash Brothers, the Nintendo character fighting game, has a huge cult following, and it is uh, a big uh, fighting game community game as well. There is a big, oh, cool. a big fan base around this game. There are tournaments played around it and everything. So I was really excited to see this new version of it because I have all the versions going back to the Nintendo 64 when it first debuted. And uh, this one is coming out on the 3DS first, so the handheld version. Okay. Well, John S. was kind enough to send me one of the early demo download keys very so cool. I was able to get an unlimited play demo download of the hottest game that I was jonesing so hard for. I was just sitting watching it, and then hours later, I'm playing it. And what do, you, what do you what do you play it on? Like, thanks you, to a fan. You get this. I mean, do you play it on the on the DS? It is on the 3DS. Okay, yes. so you have a 3DS. I have a 3DS. Okay. Uh, eventually, there's going to be a version as well that's going to be on the Wii U. Okay, which is the new Nintendo system, and there's going to be cross compatibility between the two. You're going to be able to play. You're going to be able to use your 3DS as a controller on the Wii U. So if you get really used to and comfortable with that control scheme, you're going to be able to transition easy like that. Uh, you can even still use the GameCube controllers on a bunch of the old uh, old games that came out. Uh, in later generations. I don't know if it's going to be hold true for this one too, but I just want to say big shout out to John S. Thank you so much. Uh, he was saying he just wanted to repay me uh, uh, for some of the, the laughs on uh, the, on the show. Well, I guess and Jacob and I did not get him any laughs. Nope. nope. He, he is don't not entertained by us. He just knows you guys don't play Smash, so it's all good. So well, thank you, John. Get creative, John. <laughs> Jacob that, and I like sports. We like sushi. We're like, oh yeah, we love sushi, and yeah. we do. But anyway, I, I was I was floored and super happy uh, to, mail. Get, to get that. <laughs> Please don't mail <laughs> mail us sushi, John. <laughs> yeah, you could mail sushi, right? No, uh, that'd no. be a terrible idea. I mean, it has to get here somehow. Is there yeah, a I mean, law against it? Is there a law against it going across state lines? Uh, I think for you and I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so then you got I mean, sushi all the sushi, in your sushi restaurants there. In, in Vegas does not come from Lake Mead. No, so, oh, let's uh, hope not. <laughs> catfish. Ew. Um, so uh, Benedict Negro, the uh, famous uh, clown from Cirque du Soleil's O, said, "Hey, Jacob and friends, <laughs> hey, <laughs> listening Benedict. to you guys, Jacob and love <laughs> Benedict. He's the best. Listening to you guys on my commute to work (parentheses bicycle and headphones). Uh, good times. I dig your pitches and discussions of everything local. Uh, since Inspire is out, please use open workspaces like Emergency Arts or Coterie. I'm uncomfortable with you guys podcasting from a bedroom. Sincerely fucking your face, Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking gold. Um, gold, gold, gold. We, because of because of multiple uh, work schedule changes, we had to change to recording at late night. So Inspire still uh, likes us, and we still will record there on occasion, um, on occasion uh, when we can record during the day. But now we have to record late at night, and so we we come to Jacob's house to record because, uh, um, you know, it's, and it is an office; it's it, not a bedroom. No, no, no. We are not in Jacob's bedroom. As my, in fact, I tried to get in Jacob's bedroom, and somehow he has locked it from me. I just can't get in there. Yeah. There's a thumbprint <laughs> lock and everything, and it's yeah. fairly um, limited face fucking that's going on. Yeah, I mean, I was I was ready to right away. I was ready to come in full panty raid mode right out of an '80s movie. <laughs> I was going to go on a full panty raid through this house. And I, uh, I was denied. Please was denied. leave my panties alone. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just saints' panties. Like, just go buy a pack of saints' panties. It's just as good. I, uh, <laughs> you could little... send me saints' panties. <laughs> all right, everybody. There we go. Now we know Jacob's <laughs> gift: saints' panties with a dash of cool water on them. Yes. <laughs> um, Why cool water? Because it's a dude scent. <laughs> Cool water. Cool water. Yeah. So oh, you not you, you, Jacob thought you were talking like straight up temperatured water. No, like not the scent. Cool. The water. scent. Cool water. Yeah, yeah. So that when you put them on, 
everybody understands. Yeah, he's wearing panties, but that's a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a man's man. Mantis. Mantis. I think I'm sure that's out there. It should be more out there. Sure. Let's- I would not stray. I would not if they're really comfortable. Have you worn silk underwear? Yes, I have. Absolutely. Super comfortable, right? Uh, yes. Uh, 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 uh. Under under a certain amount of hours, yes. Right, right, right. There comes a point, and heat conditions. Yes, yeah. That, that matters. So, and and how well they are cut and made, so they're not riding up and uh, getting getting in things. Yeah, right. Getting that getting that silky <laughs> butt floss is not something oh, I'm no. into at all. No, not into at all. Uh, again, uh, although I guess over a time period, <laughs> I'm brief. Briefly, I'm way into brief, it. brief, quick little brief, briefs, brief, quick little, quick little. Silk, yes, we get silk it. taint, bitto silk, brushing, bitto silk, bitto silk. It's kind of a nice like hour, hour and a half pre love making. <laughs> now I just picture you walking around just like like a wrestler, just like just in these shiny silk boxers, kind of parading. You've about got it. You've got it. Your wife. You've what, got what it. What color are the ones you're picturing, Matt? <laughs> oh, I've got purple. I went right. To you're purple. exactly right. I was I thinking right orange. Pur- purple right is purple. my color. Orange ah. silk. Orange silk. Yeah, I was going orange. I was, orange I was silk. Bright orange. What am I? A dream sickle? Yeah. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a whole bunch of vanilla inside oh, that orange. Dream sickle. Paul is nothing if not self-aware. <laughs> We just figured out your second Matt Mattingly doll. Your, your second Matt Mattingly action figure is Dreamsicle. Dreamsicle. Dreamsicle Paul. Dreamsicle panties. Dreamsicle panties, Paul. Are you kidding? That's Paul's pro wrestler name. It'd be so cool Dreamsicle. to have it if it has a scratch and sniff feature on the crotch. <laughs> Get that lovely scent. <laughs> hmm. I was yep. trying to think of something to go with night, like night marshmallow, night mellow, night I'm night mellow for Dreamsicle. If we're going to be a tag team, we're going to be tag team wrestlers. Uh, oh, okay. So we got well, Dreamsicle, Dreamsicle, and, and what? Well, what would, you, would be another frozen treat? And Hell Pop, Dreamsicle, Ooh. and Hell Pop. Hell Pop. Oh, for like, oh, Nightmare. Yeah, like Dreamsicle yeah. and Nightmare something. Yeah, I'm trying to think of Nightmare dessert pun. I can't come up with one. Nightmare Bomb Pop. Nightmare Bomb Pop. That's a little long. It's not a bun, but it's a. It, we did both things. We accomplished both goals. Dream, dream sickle and push pop. Ooh, push pop. Yeah, it's not nightmare. It's just push pop. <laughs> dream sickle and push pop is fine. I'll lo- I'll go in as push pop. I'll go in as dream sickle. Um, because I'm a dad, so I can go. I can do the pop. And part. I'm a dream sickle. So. Yeah, and you're just fuck. You're a fucking dream sickle. <laughs> um, and you have to be managed by Bill Cosby. <laughs> We're recording our, our second episode, and then I drove. Uh, eight hours today. You are bedraggled. Not only have you gone through a one-year-old's birthday party, which yes. in and of itself is a Herculean task. That was I honestly cannot believe how tired we were from but that party. Beyond that, well, I think you know it's it's one thing to even keep a child entertained at all. Right. That's exhausting. Yeah. And they had multiple children. Multiple children. And how, many, how many kids were at your house? Hours. There was probably about uh, at one point uh, fifteen children in, yeah. in the house. Wow. So because I I went, I told Matt. That is more kids than I will be around in the next six months combined. Yeah. It, it was so many That's children. mostly because of that court order that Jacob had. Oh, yeah. Um, I immediately tried to show them the sewing machine and get them to make sneakers, but they were not into that. <laughs> I wanted. I just figured I was going to start my own little mini should've Nike. I make iPhones. What are they fucking doing? What, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should have had to make iPhones. Um, but uh, they're just too too needy for that. Right. Uh, no. Beyond that, you've had a trip, a whole so did, day yeah, of road I drove trip. Out to, we drove out to Los Angeles with the wife. We had an audition for a show. There's a show that's about to uh, leave town. Not leave town. They're just going to send out a tour. Yeah. It's a tour, yeah. It's, it's a, it's, they're going to send out a tour. And um, 
I don't want to say the name because I, I want to talk specifics about the audition. <laughs> oh, so boy. Well, let's hear I don't it. want to say who it is. <laughs> so I'll just say that Sarah and I went out for – it was a duo. We were hoping to audition together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were very excited about it. Um, we had uh, rehearsed the sides together, and we kind of had our – our, our, t- our stick on it and i felt like um and 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 i'll just say that like uh when it comes to things that are like more like cirque or circus oriented i've auditioned for cirque du soleil in the past and it's very frustrating because i would just want to like cirque du soleil my audition was like everybody walked in and there's a bunch of us and we all had numbers pinned on our chests and uh we before we did anything we did do a group warm-up and in mine, there was like an old guy who was there. And at one point, he almost like passed out just from like light exercise. So they had to bring him like an oxygen tank. So like we're doing these weird things where you have to like, you know, walk across an entire room leading by our noses and by our elbow. And then we have to do all these. It is what you think. Like, uh, like. All right, everyone, we are going to separate you into two groups. Yeah. You over here, you are noodles. You over <laughs> here, you are the imaginings of a dying unicorn. Show me what that is, and that you know, and that's the that's the Be whole it. thing. And so, uh, you know, I, I did that, and I and I made it to some kind of callback. It's like, okay, now show me your act, and I, and and I don't have one. I'm not a circus person. I do happen to know that I've seen seven of your your Cirque du Soleil shows. There are two two fat guys in two different shows. Let me know if you feel like I could go ahead and take a stab at that. I'd love to audition for a specific role. I don't want to go to uh, you know a costume shop of my own and come in and, and do something right. And so uh, I did not get hired by Cirque du Soleil. Then a couple of years ago, I got hired. Uh, I got asked to come and audition for Absinthe uh, to understudy the gazillionaire role. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, again, I said, "Is there sides I can have? Can I audition for sides?" And they're like, "No, just show us your act." I do not have one, <laughs> so I did a very lame uh, card trick or lack of a card trick, a, 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 a purposely. Uh, and one ends mm-hmm. poorly kind of card trick and uh, did not get hired, did mm-hmm. not get hired and, and, and also did not go over well. We should note that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not do a good job at all. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's on me. We should talk about that. Sure. So Sarah and I go out and we had, this was set up by her agent. Um, we are given sides ahead of time. We are practicing sides. Looks this legit. is so exciting. Yeah. You know, we come in, you know, and I think we hit the perfect thing of where you dress to look like the part, but not exactly the part. I felt like we hit that perfectly. Mm-hmm. You didn't like look you, like you we, came in we, in a costume. Well, well, this called for some kind of. Co- I mean, you had to. Everyone in the audition was wearing some kind of wardrobe. Okay. It was. You, it was. It is a circ type or circus type of show, mm-hmm. so it does involve a clowning of sorts. Um, and we were encouraged to move in a clowning direction. We were cool with that. And I thought Sarah and I did a good job with that. We get in the room and they bring all of us in at the same time. Not what I was expecting. Hoping we were going to be going in in Paris. Sure. Then they have us audition one at a time, uh, totally improvising, not utilizing the sides that we were given oh. uh, at all. Uh, then it is being uh, kind of uh, run by these, uh, a very famous uh, clown instructor guy in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has uh, all the guys go, and I go last. I felt like I did well. Right. Uh, I felt like I listened to everything you're saying, and I felt like I... I did what he did, and he gave me some technical adjustments. Some people was giving straight character adjustments. Right. For me, he gave a few technical adjustments. I took that as a good sign. Sure. He's, he's not adjusting what I'm doing. He just wants me to do, to do a couple things differently. I felt like I took his notes. I watched Sarah go up. She just crushes it. She's, she, was, she was very good. She also got just technical notes, no, no adjustment to her character. Mm-hmm. She also no took him in stride and nailed it. Next phase, again, not in Paris, totally solo. We have to uh, improvise a two- to three-minute story. 
we're just asked to improvise a two to three minute story. We're given very specific instructions on how it should go, how it should build and how it should crescendo and, and everything else. And so again, I don't go first. I let some people go, go through it. And, uh, I finally kind of remember that I, I, I basically like around here, like you hardly have to do monologues. I don't know, Paul, do you need audition? Like, when we were younger, you used to have to do monologues at all these auditions all the time. Every time. You had to have two or three in your back pocket as, a, as an actor just always. Yeah, you always had monologues. And then now suddenly you never needed a monologue ever again. Now it's improv, again. which is great. I should just start going on more auditions. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and so for this crescendo, I basically thought of a good joke that crescendos. Mm. And then I was going to tell it in the character that I was auditioning for, so it gave all these extra joke elements to it. Right. So I got to tell the joke, one of my joke, favorite yeah. jokes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, 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 and I literally had the room... Rolling, rolling yeah like loving it and now i'm like good i hope i hope they make some cuts here i hope they shave the room down i'm ready i'm ready to fucking let's get to the phase two let's, here let's tackle it let's mm-hmm. tackle it in pairs and then uh, uh my wife goes up she also uh, cl- uh clowns a, a joke as well and uh does very well gets a ton of laughs she's totally in character she and i'm basically looking at her and i'm like okay i've seen a couple of the people who are definitely talented clowns I'd say if you were casting the show, and this is the key mental approach here, because when you're talking with Cirque and Circus and that kind of stuff, you're not necessarily casting a show. They like to rebuild. They like they like creative geniuses. And, and, and Sarah and I come from a theater background, not a clown background. Mm-hmm. We came in to get the part that we were auditioning for. We came in to... Uh, to look, become the part. Yeah, to look and sound and be and behave like the thing that's definitely been very successful. Oh, so you were shooting for a little bit more of a parroting. A yeah. little bit because that's where you're Parenting thinking. Parenting has a negative connotation to it, sir. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In In my experience, but again, that's uh, from yeah. an understudy experience. You were auditioning yeah. for for a predetermined role. Correct. The, yeah, the yeah. role has certain certain uh, criteria I, to it. And I shouldn't say parroting. I should say trying to match at least a few beats and a little bit of the soul of absolutely, some of this yeah, character. Yeah. I, no, no, no. I absolutely was trying to talk like this character, but also make it my own, have a certain amount right. of flair. And I'm improvising all my own material, so all the more reason I was definitely making it my own because mm-hmm. I was not doing any of the sides that they gave us ahead of time <laughs> to study. Ah, <laughs> jeez. Um... Which begs the question, why did they give you the sides? Yeah, that, that question still lingers because they call a break and they say, we're going to come back. We'll probably make, make some cuts. I'm going to be honest here. Sarah and I, we got out money and bought waters. Ooh. That's how good we were feeling. Pretty confident. We were like, we're sticking around. We're going to get a bottle of water. We're going to drink. And, and that's gonna, not cheap. We're going to rehydrate. Yeah, it was 85 cents a bottle out of the soda machine. <laughs> we were $1.70 in. Dollar seventy in, and they do not announce our names. We are cut. We are cut, and I was surprised. And I, I don't mean this like a lot of actors like to tell stories. Were like, oh, I thought I did well, but I guess I did not, or I thought I did terrible, and then I got, and then I got the call. I've never gotten that call. I've never thought I was horrible it and, then and got gotten the yeah. call that said you're in. I've every actor has a story. I do not have that story. <laughs> I do not have that story. I. I'm usually pretty accurate, right? You, you know, get a sense about these things. Yeah, I'm usually and and so like pretty good. You know, usually just like pretty good, but they can go a different way. They can go that way. They go this way. Sarah and I felt like we were the people who really understood the show, really understood the tone of the jokes, really kind of kept the there's a balance of like lewd material to to like fun material. We felt like we yep. we nailed that across the board. We were confident, and we could not believe our names were not called. Then. We're walking down the street to get back to our cars in Los Angeles. 
And uh, one of the girls who's also comes walking with me, and she goes, yeah, I mean, that's great. I mean, you know, of course, all of us in there, I mean, we all know each other uh, from so-and-so's clowning class. Uh Oh. Everyone but us. Was from that class. Was from the class, the guy who's running the audition, his class that the people pay for and take his class. Got it. Suck. Okay. Now we understand. Now we understand. And the worst part about that is you don't know that they were kept because they're in the class and because they already knew each other. Yeah. But that idea is now in your head. Absolutely. And also that like we were, you know, Sarah and I, we are hard on ourselves. You know, we come out of auditions. Sure. We definitely think about going, we could do this, could do that, could do this. We really were like, no, like I did. We got it pretty well. I felt like about we as good had, as you're going to get it. I felt mm-hmm. like we looked the part. I felt like we played the part. I would have loved if they had at least just read us together One i thought we shot. would have loved to have shown chemistry mm-hmm. between us i would have loved to have done all that stuff and uh maybe done the sides that you had prepared yeah i would have loved to have, like you know done the thing that we we had worked on all week um but uh no not to be not not meant to happen and uh that was it was a real real kick to the nuts it was a real kick to the nuts uh but uh uh you know and then and then i i drove out we woke up at 7 a.m drove out and i drove back from there right to here so it's been Oof. a been a fun fun day yeah now uh that just, being said highs and lows i also on friday was out in la and i shot in director's cut right you know i was in a, I was in a fucking movie and so uh you got some heavy awesome shit happening was at the a, same time that, exactly so i can't i can't uh i can't be mr down in the dumps i mean no I was, reason to be i mean i was playing tom waits tom chabert's blues the whole car ride home, <laughs> but uh i don't let's not worry about that Let's not worry about that. On my windshield. <laughs> I was gonna say if you don't from him. if you don't know that song, it is the saddest song in the <laughs> world. And I did listen to it. But um uh Director's Cut was a lot of fun to shoot. I played the cop role and uh this was the hard this was the serious scene. Right. I had to I had to be a cop. I had to fucking kick in the door. And then here's the fun thing. Dustin Canals from Penn Sunday School, old school, everyone a lot Pal of people know know Dustin. He is he's working uh, crew on this movie. He is uh, and he's a fine fine guy to have around any any production. He's a very uh, talented, useful, even tempered gentleman. He is one of the most easygoing mofos. Yeah, and good, like good and fast. Like has tools on him. Yep, knowledgeable about building and tearing things, yeah. out, moving things. Like knows smart, his shit. Smart, cool dude. Yeah. I worked with Dustin on a show in town in, in Vegas here, and he doesn't remember me, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, but he'll, uh, call, I'll, he'll call Jacob. He'll a- call. Absolutely. Uh, I worked with him on a show in town here, and he was one of the people on that crew that I was really impressed with. I mean, he does. He was just a great guy. Yeah. No. No bullshit to him at all. And uh, he just knocks it out. Just does. He just goes to work. He's great. He, he works. Yeah. He was in charge of building the said door that I was kicking in uh, all the time. And so, uh, first take, I kick a hole right in that door. Second take, I kick a hole right through that door. Okay. Dustin's an even-tempered guy. Feel free so to you use all the door knobs in this house. No, no, no. Same, same, same door. Mm-hmm. Uh, same door, but just like you know, at first it's like one side is just dented in, mm-hmm. and then second take uh, through the door. So now it's on camera. <laughs> Now it's on the camera side that, that that this door is kicked, and they they go ahead and gingerly um, Dustin, he's even even tempered guy. He he shows me I should go ahead on the next take and go ahead and aim for that frame and not the middle of that door. Go ahead and kick the part that has wood there and uh, not the plywood part. And I, I go ahead and say okay, and then uh, next take I just go ahead and I kick right next to the wood and then kick another <laughs> hole in the door. <laughs> 
Is this just you have? Is it a vision thing? Is it a uh, foot to hand coordinate? Yeah. What is it? I have my feet have not been asked to coordinate with my brain in a very long time. <laughs> we have an autopilot situation that's been happening for a good, good twelve, thirteen. But working well for you. Yeah. yeah. Right out of right out of college, just before you went to the islands, though, you had that door kicking business. <laughs> is that was that part of what took you over with Paul? I've got that's like thirteen, fourteen years ago now. <laughs> <laughs> Not like riding a bike. I'll never no. forget that commercial. Matt yeah. kicks it flat. That was the whole thing. <laughs> In a jam, got a door that just won't behave. Call Matt. He kicks it flat. There was a jingle to that commercial, wasn't there? There sure was a jingle to that commercial. <laughs> it was a great one. That was a, a very memorable piece. Oh, yeah. It was in the 80s. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm stuck. Somehow... I have misplaced my keys. Someone, please, please open this door, please. I know what I'll do. I'll get it kicked down flat. Lasers. Dial 1-800-734-59-MAT. He'll show up today. Right as soon as you call, as soon as his foot hits the door, that door is bound to fall. Robots. Door crusher extraordinaire. Call Matt Donnelly and he'll be there. Kicking down your door. 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 Call Matt Donnelly. He kicks it flat. Call Matty kicks it flat. Um, yeah, that was an outtake. I don't know if that was the final version. Probably that was, not. That was, that was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, I finally uh, next uh, take. I go ahead and uh, this is a very long scene. I, when I'm announcing all these takes, I don't want you to think that it was just me fucking up. Uh, every there were time. other people fucking up. Yeah, yeah. We, it was a long day. <laughs> you hope. No, it was. It was one. Of those, it's one of those scenes where like um, both scenes of mine were difficult for me as an actor. Uh, in terms of like, uh, I built a certain confidence for acting for television by understanding uh, your shots and understanding your framing and your marks and stuff like that. And uh, the way this part was shot, um, I'm plot wise. So spoiler alert: plot wise, um, I'm in I'm in the movie that uh, the bad guy is making. Mm. I'm not in the really good movie. I'm in the movie that the bad guy has kidnapped the actor, and now he's finishing this movie on his own. I'm in that one. Mm. So everything that I'm in is shot via perspective of like uh, security cameras or something like along those lines or kind of real footage feel to it. It has a look that's not as polished. Right. So both scenes I walk into, I'm walking into just a room that's completely lit and, and, and uh, rigged with seven GoPros. Just It's just there. So I just have to kind of go about the scene. Now, as an actor, you think like, that's easier. It's just real. But it's, it's actually because, you know, you don't know where to play. You don't know where to play. You're also used to getting your scenes broken up into different pieces and the camera's moving in for certain shots. And so you kind of deliver, you know, the scene's on Jacob. I'm just delivering to give, to set up Jacob. And then all of a sudden the camera's on me. Now I got to really kind of uh, focus up a little differently. Does that make for a lot more stops and starts, a lot more retakes to have a different Typically, angles? yeah. And so like these shots, I mean, we're, we're knocking out like these very long scenes in a very short amount of time. Okay. You know, uh, we're, we're knocking them out in, in uh, you know, half days rather than, you know, full days or day and a half, which were they probably these, these types of scenes I think would have, would been, would have been, uh, in my very limited experience in my, very limited experience uh uh <laughs> but uh uh so uh so this door kicking thing's really just bothered me 
Um, and so we're doing more takes, and we're doing takes that are oh, let's go from all the way from start to finish. Um, so I finally get a couple of good door frame kicks correctly. I'm feeling good. Get a couple of good takes in. We're going to go one more time before lunch. I kick the door. The door comes completely off its hinges. The whole door moves as one. The, the whole door moves away from the door frame on my kick. My, I have kicked. The door is departed from the frame. Does not fall over. It just stays upright. It floats like a ghost, like six feet. Just the I kick the door, not over. I kick the door just into the room. I just kick oh, the shit. door. Just the door, like my partner. We have both burst into the room for the scene, and it just stayed upright. No, it then falls and rakes down the entire right side of my body. Oh. <laughs> It falls backward. It you falls didn't inward. see it? Not, I was trying to get my lights out. Oh. I was just going. I was going. I was I was taught a long time ago, you many director, you just go until you hear cut, no matter what. You don't know what they do and don't want to use. You're you, right. That's you're true. not the director. Well, but you also look out for yeah, shit no, falling we, on uh, you. Yeah, no? but, I was, but my character was looking for a killer with a gun in, in his hand, and I had to make sure that that killer put down that gun. More important That's than a falling door. That's my first responsibility. Sure. I'm bursting the door. I got to make Fuck sure that, that killer should not be armed. The door's going to fall. What happens? Doors Who fall, knows? That murderer cannot go in that, one step further to that, that actor. You Holy know? shit. What happened? Uh, we, we kept going. Uh, and then about halfway into the take, we finally hear a cut, cut. We can't, we cannot use this. It will not match any other shot. <laughs> <'Cause> there's, <laughs> there's a loose door in the middle of the whole scene <laughs> that won't match up with any other shot. If I kicked it out of the frame, maybe we could have kept going. But maybe. I kicked it right into the middle of everything. Oh, it was the door was the star of that scene. And then uh, you know who, who was that's going to be an awesome. <laughs> deleted scene. Sure, I hope so. Matt kicks the door sure, into the sh- into the so. show. I hope so. But uh, you know, so then we, then we call cut. And we're trying to get this last. We're trying to get it all in before lunch. You know, they, they, they want to wrap me before lunch. They want to make this a half day shot, and then I've I've kicked the door. I've kicked a major piece of scenery <laughs> off of its off of its rightful place. And who comes into the to the set is uh, even tempered, nice guy, good guy. Dustin shoots me a look that is probably the least nice I've seen from Dustin. Just. Shows me look like a little uh, shrug with a little uh, what the fuck type of uh, hand, double hand flip eyebrow, what the fuck look to me. And I give a look like, whoops, like I'm a goofball, huh? That's pretty funny. Dustin did not think it was funny in any way. He did not think it was funny that I kicked his door. Well, this is the fifth time. Uh, yeah, exactly. He, I, I basically had listened to his instructions two out of like seven times. So he was not uh, into me as a friend or actor. And uh, and and I guess I'm supposed I'm making him look bad on set, which is not nice. You know, he's he's door guy, and and I uh, I, I I put that door to a test. <laughs> That I did. I am not experienced with kicking indoors at all. There have no training. Aside in this from the job that you held, aside down from yeah, just since after. The, yeah. Since the, since since the, the, but those are a long time ago. Yeah, since the eighties, I've not uh, kicking, right, kicking right. in a lot of doors. Um, what's even funnier is that, like, I uh, 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 flexibility-wise, I'm not really getting up. I'm not going like uh, the range of kick. Kick is even a strong word. For what I'm doing on the Hawking to Van Dam scale, yeah, yeah. <laughs> much, to much, Van much closer to the Van Dam, or yeah. much closer to the Hawking zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I more <laughs> rolled mechanically rolled a wheelchair into the door than I did yeah. kick its face. 
<laughs> I am. Uh, I'm kicking very low on the yeah. door. I'm very, very low kick. I got like, you. Like, uh, there's a knob on this door, and I yeah, almost... and his name's Matt Donnelly. <laughs> hey, get him out of here. I am, uh, I'm, I'm not concerned. The the concern of kicking my toe into the knob never crosses my mind. This is not a concern of mine in the slightest. I'm not, getting, not worried. You're not even getting knob height. No, no, no. Are not you even, kidding me? Not even close to Come knob height. Come on, height. man. I couldn't. I How could, are you kicking this thing? I couldn't kick you in the hip for five hundred dollars. <laughs> I couldn't kick you in the hip. I could not get anywhere near to that. I guess that's a good thing to know. I am a yeah. Like beware your shins. If we're kickboxing, your shins and your ankles are dead. Bloody knee. Yeah, I'm gonna rake. I'm gonna rake your shins. Oh. If we were not currently in my house, I would ask Paul to kick a door to see how high he could kick out a door. I can kick it pretty high. Uh, I can get doorknob high. Yeah, Easy peasy. I'm not taking a bet. Like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna bet I place the lowest. Like that's if we're you doing. Just a don't, pool. You just don't do that kind of thing. Like- I have always, even when I was in my, uh, uh, I used to actually be an in shape human being, right? And uh, even then, never had not any flexibility. Thing. Specifically, like the uh, hamstring type of thing. I nice. just have never been able to. Now I'll admit I'm out of shape, but I do stretch still. Yeah. Before my improv classes. Before you put on your so, creamsicle, dreamsicle boxers and parade for your wife. I don't stretch for that. <laughs> you got you better start stretching for that. There's one thing that I stretch You're for. You're gonna that. hurt yourself. <laughs> There's one thing I stretch, and that's for the photos. That's for the photos. Oh man. I gotta buy some new that reminds me I gotta buy some new weights. I remember like uh <laughs> getting a uh, like the first time I ever dick got weights. like a um a dick weight. I got fucking, fucking lifting about six ounces. For a dick weight, yeah, you don't want to go too heavy. No, no, no. There's, there's, there's stretching, and then there's just ab- abject there's strain. Just, yeah. It's not you good. Don't, you don't want to age it. Well, that's just common sense, right there, people. <laughs> right, right. You don't want to age it. But I remember, Beachwood age dick, not what you want. I remember giving a uh, uh, a massage, and uh, she lifted my ankle. I was face up, and she lifted my ankle, and uh, like, a, like maybe a few inches, sure. and I was like. I give up because it was like stretching my hamstring like right oh, away. Oh, really? And she literally that's said where to you me, carry some tension, huh? And, and she literally said, um, "How do you walk?" Right. <laughs> that's what she said to me. Well, that's what I. That's what I'm thinking. Sitting yeah. here thinking, I'm like, "Yeah, you can't kick at a doorknob level." I think it's because I, uh, I, I am a Neanderthal. <laughs> I think because I, I hunch over and keep my knees bent, and that's what uh, I walk. I walk around. I'm like a human cannonball, ready for action. Sure. Yeah. A coiled spring. I'm a coiled spring. Just always spring. coiled. <laughs> I'm a coiled spring. Spring that is ready to kick you I'm in the a, shin. Yeah, exactly. I will, uh, your shins are dead. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so so I don't. Uh, I was even concerned going into the shoot. Like I knew I had to burst through the door, and I was like, I hope they let me shoulder that shit because it's going to look bad me kicking. But it, luckily, it's just the burst part is the part you worry about. And you don't you don't follow the feet there. So I, I'm covered on the perspective. If they, if they shot it from the outside of the door of me going in. We would be in trouble. We would, there would be unusable footage. There. Who was the cripple you guys her, hired for a day player <laughs> to do the kicking? Did he use the force? I saw nothing, and then the door burst open. No, he's kicking the bottom of the door. It's just not in frame. You say so. <laughs> I'll take you at your word. <laughs> and then I had like a really hard time uh, early, and I had like a real Hollywood moment that I did not want to have, where I um, first two rounds of trying to get it all down. Uh, just not uh, fluid, not not feeling the scene, as they say. And I don't even want to say that. And I'm getting my notes from the director, or whatever. And and we do two full takes. And um, and this scene is with Penn. You know, my friend and very successful friend and writer uh, of, and star of the movie and uh, and and the guy who helped me get the audition. 
I'm not delivering. So panic time there. And now with Missy Pyle, you know, right. s- stars, soon to be superstar, amazing actor. She's so good that like when she would act, she would look at you with such directness that you would think that she was breaking and maybe saying something to you. Uh, and then you realized afterward, the second thought, like, oh, those are the lines of the <laughs> movie she's saying. And, and uh, you better focus up. Um, that's a, she's just really good. That's great. Uh, really good. And then I was kind of like, uh, and then and like the nightmare is starting where I'm like, I don't think it's going well. And then I'm getting looks like I think other people confirm it's not going well. And then uh, executive producer and, and friend uh, Peter Golden kind of came out. And checked in with me and was like, hey, man, how are you guys? You doing okay? And I was like, once he came, I was like, oh, no, I am failing. Walking up to the pitcher's mound. I, exactly. This is the, and this is the, and Paul, do you know the rule about walking to the pitcher's mound? Uh, the rule about walking to the pitcher's mound is you do it twice. Correct. Second time, you're done. Exactly you right. Get one. You exactly get one. right. So you get one talk. Here comes the talk All to right. the pitcher's mound. Here's the thing now, Matt. <laughs> what I'm seeing right now is you're throwing, you're throwing a lot of spit, and I'm not a fan. Uh, Bobby down there catching. He's uh, he's sending you the right signals. You got a problem with signals? Yeah. Huh? No problem with signals? <laughs> no, no. I just I got the signal. I'm just not. I just uh, can't get it to where I, right, no, I no, want to no. get it. I, I just. Right. Uh, I tell you what. I'm gonna give you this next two walks. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, walk them. Mm-hmm. Put him on base. We all right with that. <laughs> put, this, put this guy on base. Get this one out of here. We gonna start fresh on the next round. You hear me? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. start fresh on the next round. Sure. See what you come up with. Yeah. Now, if you can't deliver on hit three, I'm going to have to replace you. <laughs> All right? Yeah. Right, I'm walking back to the dugout. Don't make me come back out here. It, it was not much different than that. It no. wasn't. It was less threatening. You're, you were a little more threatening than, 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 than Peter was. Yeah. Uh, Pete, Pete was a very nice guy to me. Well, it, that's the difference between a uh, sport pep talk and an actor pep talk. Because uh, most people that have been around actors long enough know you got a baby talk and Molly Coddle and because we are the fragilest little pieces of shit that ever were, well, we also don't have a bullpen right there to pull other <laughs> put, to pull other actors out of immediately. Yeah, and and also that like now being in Vegas, like I've done more writing and producing, and I've been more on that side of the camera. So when these things are happening, I've been on, I've been there now. So like now it's happening to me as an actor. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> you see, the, I know exactly you see the why mechanics you're here. In, in action. I know exactly the conversation that just happened oh, before you came out shit. here. I've been in the room. I've been I've been sitting in the director's You've held tent. That com- this is some yeah. karma coming back at you, baby. I, uh, he was over on the side going, hold on, guys, guys, I'll, let me go talk to him. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll go talk to him. Hold on. Yeah, and that's the nightmare. The nightmare is, should we say anything and just or just realize we're not going to get what we want and that we'll just we'll just settle for what we got? Mm. I'm already in the other scene. I can't. They can't kick me out. Right. They, so should we just go with what we got or should we try to talk them, up, talk them out of it? Right. Mm. And so I, I was happy that the talk came out. But I also was, there's a light switch that was like, fucking go time, Donnelly. Like, you better fucking uh, do it. Digital film is burning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I then believe that the next two I did were... were, Pretty spot on. Were good. Great. Were good. And I do believe they got what they wanted uh, and not what they needed. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they weren't settling. Like the Rolling Stones said. Yeah. And do you credit that to kind of your own buckling down? Do you credit that to the talk? Do you credit like where, there was where a does the talk, credit go there? Uh, I finally well, there's a couple of things. Pete is uh, Peter Golden has worked on a lot of movies and, and a lot of legit projects, and he has worked with a lot of great people. And so I think he just knows how to. And so it wasn't a complicated chat. It wasn't anything miraculous. He just I think he just knew how to just talk to me. Uh, so that part was awesome. And then also I needed to voice one particular part that was difficult for me, and I need to tell somebody. 
hey, you know what sucks <laughs> is that this one moment I have to do three things at the same time. And that's what's making it feel very unnatural. And so I voiced that to him and he just, you know, didn't we didn't make any huge adjustments. He just said, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, just do just do the scene. And I kind of um, moved things around a little bit in a way that no one noticed a, a couple of lines that made it a lot easier to, to do. Basically, I had to keep a gun pointed. <laughs> I had to untie uh, a hostage and I had to hear them and react to, wait, this isn't going to go the way I thought it was going to go all at the same time in one one moment. And I got that to be like a moment and a half and that helped open it up or whatever. But that's a bunch of actor bullshit jargon that I'm talking. But for the most part, he basically just said like, uh, very nice. The short of what he would say, would, if I had to uh, uh, put it in a nutshell, would, he would just say like, um, stop trying to figure anything out. We hired you because you're talented. Just be the guy you already are. Don't even think. Don't try. Go. Just go out there. We already hired you because you are who you are. Just do your thing. Nice. That's a great reassuring talk. It was. It was super reassuring. It was super good, and and it put me in a good place. And then uh, and then I had another additional actor thing kind of click for me. Another weird actor thing click for me right before I burst in for the take. So it was nice. It was nice. It was it was a hard scene. It was uh, uh, for comedic stuff. Super funny. Today's audition. I thought I crushed it. It was just super comedy all day long. Didn't care. Loved every second of it. For drama stuff, you know, the Tough. role. Yeah. You just you just you got you got to worry with comedy. There's not a lot of worrying about subtext. Like, what's the meaning underneath? What mm. am I communicating with this? Mm. With drama, there's a lot of like, I'm saying this, but I also mean this. Yep. And are you getting this too? And that's just hard. Yep. There are that's four or five, four or five more layers. Yeah. Yeah. Or can be. And then I realized I wasn't wearing pants the whole time, and, and I was oh, like, Oh no! Here he comes out of the awkward. Dugout. And then I broke the door in half, and I wore it around You're me like a skirt. Not going to be able to match that. <laughs> does, does he realize he's not wearing pants? He's wearing. Let the it door. go. Let it go. He's in the zone. He's wearing the door. I just had a good chat with him. Just let him go pantless. We got to let him figure this out. He'll wear the door out. <laughs> I also. Uh, I have another thing. Do you have a thing? I have nothing. <laughs> You know, I really forgot. We, I didn't talk about, but I think you know this. Uh, the the certain uh, there's a bond with improv, right? You do improv, and you go around the country, you do festivals and stuff. There really is this thing, and sometimes you go places. I've gone, I've gone places for business, and just reached out to an improv theater, not to perform or teach, but to be like, "Hey, I'm in town. I'd like to play. I'd like to play, and or just come by, and just there's a knowing that, like, if I go out to teach corporate something, I may not have a drinking buddy that I really want to hang out with." for the weekend or, or, or the three or four days that I'm there. But if I stop by an improv theater while I'm there, I'm guaranteed to find someone I want to hang out with mm-hmm. uh, for a couple of nights and have a good time and feel like I'm, I'm not just working the whole time and living out of a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And so that secret improv bond is like a real nice uh, thing. It is. There is a, there is a second, it's a kind of a, a second language. Right. And so uh, I'm at home the other day <laughs> And uh, uh, the wife's at uh, Jersey Boys doing her thing, and uh, I just put the kid to sleep, and I'm in my house, and I get a little uh, f- little text, and it is from uh, Matt from the Bearded Men. Awesome. The, the Minneapolis uh, improv group. They're on a little uh, cross-country trek. Their uh, car broke down just outside of Prim. They were on a cross-country trek, and they, they made it past Vegas, past Prim, and they were up on, up on the highway, up on the 15 somewhere. And uh, I'm like, uh, I I don't have a, you know, like I have my kid. I'm not going to load my kid in the car. Sarah's at work. And I was like, uh, do you have AAA? No. They cause country tripping with a dog. No AAA. And I just go, uh, 
and they're like, no, can, can, is there any way you could come help us out? And I was like, I, I could, uh, I just have to, I, I have to get a sitter. But what, what would, what would you do? Well, I, I, I basically was like, I can try to find a sitter. And they said, no, you know, don't they, they text back. Don't do that. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll call someone else. And I wrote back, uh, who? Uh, we don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so you, you don't know anyone else. No. And uh, these are guys that I've worked with since they were a college group in North Dakota out in Minneapolis. And uh, uh, I've done, uh, I've gone out and they've always had me sit down on their shows when I go out to Minneapolis. Uh, I've done their Dungeons and Dragons uh, improv show. Awesome. Even though I knew nothing about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> um, I did the, we did this like pirate show with them. They had an improv pirate show that was amazing. Hilarious. The whole huge improv theater as a whole, there's this thing out there where they train their improvisers to do tech. And that tech involves sound effects, mm. and it's done in a way that's really great. And so, like, um, we were we, we did a whole pirate improv form where we held uh, sword handles with no swords on them, but we would have sword Make fights, the and they would do accurate sword fighting noises and stuff in like that in the back line. Uh, no, from As, the booth. Oh, wow! Yeah, they train. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they train their improvisers to also do. Uh, sessions in the booth. Oh wow, that's great! So all of a sudden, so I'm interested in improv. There's foley work. Yeah, they're really Dude, good. Jacob, it'd be so fun to have you on the foley board <laughs> during a show. Yeah, it come can, on down to the bucket show. If do it's you done want. well, if it's done well, it's what's really the, supportive. No, not like that, Jacob. Yeah, but, see, uh, that's 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 where we. Oh, but here, do you taste my taste my rapier steel? <laughs> Moo! <laughs> oh, ha ha! No, that's things like they they, they do really sharp tech stuff. Uh, at that theater, like I've not seen any other improv theater on the country, mm. they really take pride in it, and it's really great. And so, uh, anyway, they're also so, very skilled at scene painting, uh, putting the bearded men in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, I would say the huge is a pretty traditional improv theater. They do some really cool forms mm-hmm. because they're a smaller city, uh, smaller market, and so they uh, they they do things like uh, have superhero improv shows, or like I told you about the family dinner. Yeah where they actually have dinner on stage as a gigantic family and they all have secrets that the audience knows and the actor knows their own secret, but they know no one else's. That's awesome. And they just improvise a dinner. And it's great. Oh, I mean, it's really great. And they're all sitting there eating dinner as well. Yes, they sit there and actually eat dinner and they actually have a conversation. And it just, it just, it's amazing how funny it gets so fast. I'll bet. But it's all just really well acted. So yeah. the huge is just, they do a great job of figuring out ways to stay creative and marketable for a small market, uh, long-form improv theater. And... Uh, Bearded men in particular do a lot of um, plot stuff, which is usually a trap, but they're excellent at it. Mm-hmm. Usually if I hear people pitching like a plotty that follows a plot, I'm always like, you're doomed. The audience just catches on so fast, and then you're just fulfilling their orders, and it's a bad place to be as a comedian, but they just fucking uh, they know how to knock it out. So they're really great. Uh, what they're not great at is uh, having AAA when they travel <laughs> on the road. They're not good at fixing cars. So I, uh, I, I go ahead and, and get a sitter. And then I, I have tri- I have AAA. Uh, I forward them my AAA information and just say, call. Let's save I'll some time. I'm on my way. Call and say you're me and get that going. And we'll get out there. And uh, we go out there. And I go ahead and I meet them right at the side of the road. And at one point, I was like, can you even walk to Prim? And they're like, it might take us a little bit. But we, could, we probably could. I got there. They, sh- they should never have walked to not Prim. thought about they it. Were very, they, very they're, far they're not used to being in the desert. Where they would have been You can just murdered. see for a very long time, especially with a dog. It, they were oh, yeah. easily had like a three-hour. Coyotes three would have come and got them. Oh, yeah. They had like a three-hour walk. Uh, no. Uh, by if, 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 oh, I'm saying like if, if uh like a two two to three hour walk if, if there were perfect conditions. Oh, and it was nighttime and and oh, it was, it was no. a bad idea. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. They, they just were look. They just could see it still. So like I guess we could lots walk to it. Lots and lots of people 
die or are killed in yeah. the desert. Yeah. In fact, everyone listening right now, picture someone walking the desert. What is the condition of that person? How is that person looking? How's that person feeling? It's never good, right? It's never mm. good. My person was skipping. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. All right. Jacob is the exception to the rule. I was going for a mirage. I think. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dead. He's dead. There's still buzzing. He was he was head. skipping, but he was also delusional with pain and hunger. <laughs> I was actually picturing Homer Simpson skipping through the desert. <laughs> so, and then we're we're sitting there, we're waiting for AAA, and then you know, like uh, this is hard because like retelling a bit is not always the best thing, but this bit came up, and I think it was the funniest thing. So I'm going to run it by you. So we wait forever, right? Like they say they're going to come in 45 minutes, and an hour and a half goes by. Sure. Right? So I said we should probably call and just check in on check in on our uh, our our saviors. Yes. And um, they're like, uh, and then we, 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 we do the thing that you do, which is a bit. So we start narrating the scenario instead of actually doing it. So he's just is like, hey, uh, we, we, you say you're going to come pick us up. This is uh, Matt Donnelly. And, uh, and the guy was like, what are you talking about? I already picked up Matt Donnelly. He's sitting right next to me right now. And then they're like, step, step, step. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing because I was like, then if that would ever happen, now, you're still stuck on the side of the road. Yeah. You still need a tow truck. Mm-hmm. Now the second phone call. Do you call the tow truck again, or do you call <laughs> do the you police call the about police? the murder? Yeah. Which What's the second what's the phone first call, call you make? What's the yeah? What's the first second call? This know. thought made us laugh for a very long time. It's pretty funny. The thought of the thought of someone impersonating you and stabbing a tow truck driver <laughs> instead of helping you on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. This is a good time. Did they finally come? They did. Okay. It did. And we did this weird thing where I was signing for everything and then not getting in the truck. Right? Like I was like, I'm here. I'm the guy with AAA. That car needs help. I'll sign this thing. Goodbye, boys. I'm going to get in my car that works and I'm going to go home <laughs> and relieve my babysitter <laughs> who came over on the spot. Because now you've been in Prim for two yeah. and a half well, hours. Well, that is an exceptionally generous gesture. Oh, I mean, I, I was actually just bringing it for the tow truck bit. But uh, the secret improv handshake holds true. Those guys, uh, beer men, would do the same for me. Bearded men would come from from other states. To well, get me. I'm fantastically excited because I've got an improv festival coming up here on the third uh, and fourth of October, uh, first weekend of October here in town at the Baobab Theater where we do our Monday night shows. Uh, it's going to be that Friday and Saturday night, eight to midnight, and the bearded men are coming in for Saturday. They're going to teach a workshop in the afternoon, and then they're going to perform for us in the Saturday mix. Excellent. We've got a ton of great troops coming in. We've got Bear Supply. We've got Elevator out of Mission Improbable. We've got uh, Improvised Star Trek out of uh, Chicago. We've got Irene Marquette and her two-woman show. We've got a lot of really great stuff. Do you need anyone coming. to judge the competition? I, it's not a competition, Matt. Sure. I will okay. be there it's and not, I will judge. It's not a competition. It's not a competition. It's I an improv will, festival. I have some questions of the for form. all the participants. Celebration of the forum. Chance to get and to meet and know everybody. One of those things where a monocle. Get, you get to go hang out afterwards. Everybody gets drinking buddies. It's that kind of thing. And I insist on weighing everyone. No, it's not. Everyone. No competition. No weights need to be exchanged. I will guess their weight. Any weight is allowed on the stage. Honestly, unless you're incapable of physical movement at that point, then you're fine. But even that I have medals I have to give out no gold, medals and there are no medal. awards given it's not that kind of thing I don't like silver no so placing go gold, no placing there is just titanium no well I'll take that one but that's yeah. it and there's just they get on the stage onyx, they do their half hour rock. performance and they hang a black they rock do their around thing, someone's right? neck no 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 onyx no onyx unless it's also the rap group scripts Onyx. Some no scripts, tryout. nothing. No, they don't read a it's movie. All improvised. That's the idea. It's made up on the spot. Well, they can so make it their own, but well, that's what they're they, doing. They they're stretching they to the arc, and there's going to be different forms as well. You know, people. <laughs> some people have. To, oh, forget it. 
When is this festival? It is the 3rd and 4th of October. It is going to be held at the Baobab stage. Yeah. I'm going to put some more info up. Hopefully, we can put some info up on Matt Mattingly maybe as well. I'll be tweeting tons of info as it goes, gets closer. There's going to be an article in The View, uh, local paper here, and I'm going to uh, try and hit up a couple of my other reporter friends and get the word out. But I'd like to put it out here. I'm going to put it out here the next two weeks just to sure, reinforce yeah, it yeah, for absolutely. sure because I want as many people as can come. If you're near Vegas, if you're in Vegas, it's 10 bucks for four hours of awesome improv both nights eight to midnight and on that saturday we're going to be doing four workshops two hours each guest instructors not the least of which uh the bearded men and their crew uh specifically working on some scene painting exercises oh very cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely check all of that out mm-hmm. that's a great lineup it's kick-ass lineup it's gonna be awesome so paul we know yes. that our friends at seven land hand Gave us some Jock versus Nerd questions. They gave us another? No. Or they gave us some ones before. Correct. Which were great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what happened is other podcast people are listening to the show also thought it might be a cool idea to send in Jock versus Nerd questions. Now, I love this. I want to thank Seven Land Hand for starting this, but I think they're starting a thing that might become like a real thing for us. Which is wonderful. That which I love. We are all about cross-pollination yeah. and cross-promotion. That's, a, that's kind of a... a a thing within improv or within not only improv, yeah. but within podcasting. Absolutely. Everybody guests on other people's podcasts. Everybody's trying to promote their podcasts and get, you know, like-minded listeners. We lift and, each other up. Yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, a certain percentage of our audience might really be into whatever this other right. podcast so, might be and vice versa. Today, uh, our friends, uh, Ben and Steven from the pure BS podcast, they have a podcast called Pure BS. Pure BS. Yeah. Stands for? Ben and Steven. And ben and Steven. <laughs> oh, that's the, okay, great. Right. Exactly. That makes sense. Okay. Stands for Ben and Steven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they <laughs> have some questions for us. All right. Jacob, you have the uh, the clip there? Hey, it's Ben Dorst. And Steven Dominguez. From the Pure BS podcast. And hey, Steven, these guys yes. uh, from Las Vegas, two degenerate gamblers. Well, one degenerate gambler and one gaming nerd guy. Yeah, the better one. Go ahead. <laughs> Matt and Mattingly from the Ice Cream Social Podcast. Yeah. They hit us up on Twitter, and they play. They have a bit on their show. Uh-huh. We don't do a lot of bits on our show because our show is high class. It's not lowbrow like their show. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Agreed. He's right. Agreed. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. No, it's not. It's fine. True. It's fine. the truth. We're cool with it. We're cool with it. We'll take it. Thanks, guys. Well, I mean, do you have time to do a podcast when you're constantly trying to score your next hit of crack rock when you're in las vegas or get that um next five cents so you can stick it in the slot machine you'd Apparently, be surprised yes. maybe they do vegas differently than how you do vegas yeah that's the way i do be surprised. I could, I, no you guys hit it right on the head i couldn't just, survive in that town i'm if high right now there, you'd be dead in a week <laughs> not a week um but i'd be broke in a year and divorced in two years <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot i'm also, pretty sure this isn't what they wanted us to do <laughs> that was not so they they have a bit it's called, I think it's called Jock versus Nerd. Correct. Yeah. And they um, they asked people to write in, and I think it originally started. They were just doing it to against each other. We, they we just, know, we know the this part. We remember the history. Guy, <laughs> like the jockey guy would ask the nerd guy a jock question, and then the nerdy guy would ask the jock guy a nerd question. Yeah, sure, no, that's yeah. how it works. And then now they're taking um, submissions. Ooh. <laughs> From dummies like us, submission is so a strong word. They um, they hit us up and they're like, "Hey, you guys, anything? Want to do one? <laughs> We're taking like, anything, sure, whatever." So here it is. Do you want to go first, Stephen? Yeah, I can go first. Okay, go. Okay, so I have the nerd question. So all nerds me. of the world, listen up. That's right. Here it goes. If you 
are a soldier in the 57th Overlanders Brigade. Who are you in a brigade with? Okay. Okay. If I'm a soldier in the 57th Overlanders Brigade. Overlanders Brigade. Who am I in the brigade with? That is the question. That is the question. I'm I'm not even on the right planet, I don't think. Do you understand this question, Paul? I would take a wild stab. Okay. You so want me to take out, my this, wild stab? This is outside your nerdverse. This is outside my expertise, but I'm going to guess. Shall I guess? You want to go I'm gonna have guess, some guesses? I'm going to guess. Uh, uh, I'm going to guess. First, my first guess is uh, other people just like me. Just good, I'm in a, good I'm in a call. brigade. Good call. Other, You're probably right. <laughs> other guys is doing it. Most regiments are, are comprised of a single we're brigade, style person. We're brigading our face off. Right. Me and my compatriots. <laughs> We fucking hate brigades one through fifty six. <laughs> we did not get into the fifty eighth brigade. <laughs> Here we are in the fifty seventh brigade. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. Me and my me and my like minded cohorts. That's my first guess. <laughs> All right. Second guess is turtles. I think I'm in a one with turtles. We're slow moving. A brigade. gang of turtles. We're in a, a brigade gang of turtles. A brigade of turtles. Uh, we don't get to the battlefield as fast as the others, but when we do, it's uh, done right. Right. And uh, my third guess would be uh, uh, chess pieces. Chess pieces. Yes. A brigade of chess pieces? Yeah, this is a, a reference to a nerdy chess game. Okay. That'd be a nerdy chess game. I'm going to guess that you are a space marine in the Warhammer universe. Okay. Maybe even one of the uh, death brigades or the angel brigades. I don't know what their specific names are exactly. I don't play enough 40K to be a true expert but let's do we do we get an answer right after that or i think they go ahead and ask the jock question next. oh okay, okay. So right. i think, so I think we'll we're gonna to have get, some time to, to, to mull over this but i'm gonna okay. say it's something within the warhammer universe it okay, sounds great. warhammer to me all right there's two possible answers oh and good luck oh okay. do they have to name the <laughs> should they name the the universe that it's a part of as well well they'll they they'll have to if you don't get yeah there's no cl- no clues just no that, clues. that's what it is 57th overlanders brigade I That's think I got it right. We'll see. Okay. Who's in it? Who's in it? So they thing? they live in Vegas. Yeah. Odds that they get the right answer. Oh, that's a good um, question. If I knew how odds work, because <laughs> I'm not a gambler. God, you don't need to be a gambler to know how odds work. I don't know. I, okay. I'm, I'm the it nerd. works opposite I'm from the, evens. I don't, I'm not the <laughs> fucking jockey, gambly guy. So. Uh, I think. What, that, okay. What, what would odds be if I think that it's, there's not a very good chance that they'll get it? Probably I would I would I would say that the the nerdy guy would get it. Probably he's probably two or three to one. Okay, nice. Um, so that means if you bet one dollar, you would get three dollars back. If 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 we were gambling, okay. And then I would put the the jockey guy. I would put him at probably thirty to one. Nice. Ooh, I feel like those are also good, good odds for me. At all. <laughs> so what is the jock question? The jock question is. And the job question's hard as well. Um, so am I. Let's go. Can you name <laughs> the last ten Super Bowl MVPs? Holy <laughs> shit! Now this, ten. You're probably thinking Super Bowl MVPs. Who the fuck cares about that? But on the day of the Super Bowl, everybody cares who the Super Bowl MVP is because that's the guy that comes out and says, "I'm going to Disneyland." And that's true. Ticker, ticker tape is. In the background, usually gets a car because <laughs> it's 1934. <laughs> Dude, they do the fucking confetti or whatever when the when the Super Bowl's over. Yeah, but ticker tape is from the fucking stock market oh, in New York in the thing. 1930s. 
know, fuck off. Hey, okay. <laughs> All, right. All right, pause that. Pause it there. Will I still get a correct answer if I go by inmate number? <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Topical. Uh, I really no. Uh, I thought uh, they were going to say teams, right? Uh, Jake, right. Were you thinking oh, yeah. teams? I was, I, as soon as um, they started saying Super Bowl, I was like, oh, I was I like, oh Super Bowl winners. I yeah. am pretty sure Adrian Peterson was an MVP a couple years ago. Not of, that the, Super is not of the Super Bowl. Nope. Shit. Okay. Yeah, this is not MVP of the league. This is MVP of one game. Uh, who's the guy on the on the Falcons? The murderer, possible Michael Vick. No, that's not the Falcons. I'm at Ravens. Shit, I'm sorry. Ravens. Ravens. Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis was the MVP of that Super Bowl, right? I don't think so. No? Uh, it's usually not a it's usually not a defensive player. No, I it's thought he was. A player. No, I'm Man, trying to think of the, the one where I they beat the Giants. Who was the one who was because it wasn't the uh it wasn't the quarterback that year for the Ravens. All right, here we know. go. Refrigerator Perry. Go for it. Uh the uh, the guy with the glasses. <laughs> Nailed it. Your uh, second guess is guy with the glasses. Yeah, guy with the glasses. Uh, Passer Magoo. Um, Runny McQuicklin. And we had uh, Drew Brees. Uh, Cher. Uh, who else was it? Corn Nemec. <laughs> uh, we had um, uh, Daniel Ortiz. Is that a person? <laughs> Probably. And then uh, Joe Football. That's it. Those are my <laughs> answers. Final answer. I seriously. I'm afraid you only got seven out of the ten. I have no. <laughs> I have no earthly idea. Matt, do you know off the bat? Off the bat, without googling. No. Uh, I, I can tell you for sure that you got one. Did I get one? You got Drew Brees was the MVP of the Saints Super Bowl win yeah. in Look 2009. At that. Look at I that. Say, I got one. I could probably, without looking, I could probably try to name the last ten teams, but I would struggle. Yeah. Right. The last now, ten teams. I mean, have won. And there are a couple of repeats. Yep. Right, the but Patriots won a bunch for what cheating. I, what I'm so if the do, Patriots won, then it was that that guy who throws their ball. Right, he won like Tom twice. Brady's got to be on the list. Tom Brady won twice, probably. Did Bialicek win MVP? That, that's a coach. Yeah, that's I know. A coach, I don't think he would win the MVP because he can't strikes me as the kind but who would say is that forced I, to I was take actually going to go away. With, with Jacob. I was going to go ahead and name the teams, and I bet I don't know if we could get it that way. That's tough. That's a really tough one. No, Dude. I mean, like, even if I named the teams, if you could name the MVP for me. Was that Ben or Steven? Is it Ben and Steven? Because uh, yeah. you know what? Even, like, last year, I, I'm trying to remember yeah, I, if I'm it not was sure Russell who Wilson the MVP was last year. Uh, I'm I mean, guessing it, Russell it Wilson. It could have been Lynch, though. He was lynched last year? No, the other candidate to this me year, was though. Uh, Percy Harvin. Oh, that's true, yeah. He, he returned that. Uh, I feel he returned like a punch for a touchdown. Oh, I would I would think it was Russell Wilson. I think Didn't Wilson Right, wasn't that that guy, the, the, like the defensive player that made that big play, right? Yeah, good job, Paul. I like this. It's good talk. <laughs> I remember that. No, you're right. That was a tragic game, though. That was an awful game. That was the one before the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Right? Which, Am I thinking you... the one? Oh, I'm thinking the one before the, where they went against the Niners. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the saddest thing I've ever seen. I watched that. That's the last football game I've watched. Seahawks Niners. Yes, everybody got hurt. There's a lot of injuries in that game. It was horrible. That was a great game. It was. It was a great. That's the thing. It was a great game. Yeah. And it was a body count of a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was I was like, like this battle is, of Shiloh. It was. The, uh, it was NFL. like Antietam. It was like any Civil War massacre you can name. It was dark. Oi. All right. So we're just rolling here. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh, the the last one was the Seahawks. So I think it's Russell Wilson. Okay. For that was the Ravens one. I believe so, yeah. And I believe that's Flacco on that that's one. That's when I, I mean, thought it was. I really did think bet. it was. It's quarterback safe bet, but I believe Flacco was that I one. thought it yeah, was. I think it was. Yeah, okay. Giants over the Patriots. That's a quarterback again. Mm-hmm. Um, Packers-Steelers. Uh, uh, didn't – what's his name win gotta that be, one? Got to be Rodgers. the long hair? Oh, I think it was the long hair guy. Clay Matthews again? Oh, no, he's a defensive guy, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't Clay Matthews. Who's his – who's the pa- – who's he passing to? Um – no, I don't think any of the receivers yeah. got. No, well, that, was it, back then it Jennings? might have been like Randall Cobb or Greg Jennings. Didn't they have a substitute quarterback that year a lot? No. Wasn't that who that it was? was? The following year. That's the following year. Okay, yeah. the discount double check. Discount double. That's check. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that's not the substitute. <laughs> I know he's not that's, the substitute. That's not the understudy. He's the real deal. Oh yeah, Saints Colts. Then that's pretty. I like that move because that's his wrestling move. Steelers Cardinals was it? I don't think it was Ben. Was it Ben? You know, I think it wasn't that. I think it was. Um, Heinz Ward. I feel yeah. like Heinz Ward won Yes, that one. you're right. My mother-in-law is a diehard Steelers fan. Is that true? Diehard. Diehard. She lives in Pennsylvania. With a vengeance. Yeah. Di- seriously, diehard. She dies hard for them Steelers. Uh, then it's Giants Pagers again, so that's, that's, that's Probably Eli again. again. Yeah. And then Colts Bears. It should have been the quarterback for the Bears. Ditka. <laughs> What's his name? Who's uh, Cutler. No, 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 not Cutler. Uh, no, sorry. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, shit. Uh, he was terrible. Yeah. He was awful. He was the worst, one of the worst quarterbacks to ever play. Yeah. Why would so, he get the MVP? Because the other team won. He, yeah, he, he oh, was the best player kept, for the oh, other team. Ah, yeah, I remember yeah. that one. That was like one of the worst Super Bowls. Oh, fuck, the real answer name? for that one would have been Peyton Manning, though. Peyton yeah. Manning he threw, like, he threw like eight interceptions that game? Yeah. Oh, I, all I can think of is Josh McCown. Yeah, he got he got the ball into the hands of the of the other team more than he got it into the hands of his own own team or something. Yeah, it was something yeah. ridiculous. He he was awful in that, that was game. Bad. And that was after um, Devin Hester opened the game with that uh, with the kickoff return for a touchdown for Chicago. Right. So Chicago was winning and seven to nothing after you know seven bowl. seconds into the yeah. game. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find know. his name and then we're gonna move on. Okay. All right, good. Uh, we'll just sit here quietly then. No, no, Rex right. Grossman. Rex Grossman. There oh, he is. Oh, wow, is he terrible? Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman. Sexy oh, what Rex a name Grossman. with a name like that. All right, hit it up. What's yeah, the yeah. answer? Was so. What are the odds that they're gonna? Okay, so you wanted all ten? Yeah, I want. Well, do you, if they can get, if he can get six out of ten, <laughs> six out of ten. Six. Out I of gave 10. you two. Share and Joe football. Yeah. I got share so and Joe what, football. What are the odds on that? You think? But I did we get two. Gotten six. I got two. Yeah, you guys. I mean, got I would put my odds, my personal odds. Yeah, at probably fifteen to one. I'm going to put his odds at like seventy-five to one. Probably. Yeah, that's being oh, generous. That he gets that many. <laughs> that's being what, really what, what generous. That means in seventy-five uh, attempts, uh, you could have done uh, it. Never. Fucking, I, <laughs> <laughs> you can't count that high. You could no, really go a thousand. I don't know if you can name one person on this list. You know, I was. Paul got one. And one. I I can't <laughs> I can't name one person I I couldn't even name a fucking team. <laughs> they're very, they're, the, they, uh, seem, they seem to have a very similar dynamic the, as to us. California yeah, sports ballers who follows versus, the ball and who doesn't. Uh, Jesus Christ! See, there you go, the sports Bears, ballers. Um, He's got it. Yourself, you, know you know what is sad? No, is you're I right, Stephen. Your question. Sports ballers well, would be a I good team. I fucking told name. you yesterday, uh, but I yeah. knew it before that. I knew what it was. No. Yeah, do you want to tell them what the answer is? I'm pretty excited because I knew the right question. Oh, should we do that or no? Yeah, I think we should. I think they just... Um, they pause it. Okay, okay, guys. He's give right. your answers. And we're going to... and uh, We're ready. It's kind of, the answers are coming up quick. Please go ahead. <laughs> Here we go. 
So, the answer to the nerd question. If you are in the 57th Overlanders Brigade, mm -hmm. you are in uh, the same brigade as Malcolm Reynolds and Zoe Washburn of uh, Serenity and Firefly oh, fuck. fame. Oh, boy, I got to hang my head. Nerd! I am I am a brown coat fuck, of the lowest yeah. caliber. That was really bad. Of me. <laughs> That's my man Nathan Fillion is in that show. Oh, boy, yeah, guys. he's so good. They were. Uh, it was the independent faction, um, the brown coats. I that really dropped their, the ball uh, there. Brigades, and that's where uh, where Mal and Zoe were. So good times. I'm more there of a wash go. guy. And they lost. <laughs> yeah, brown they coats. Did. That's the name of the fan club for Serenity and Firefly. Are you saying that like it's new information to me? <laughs> no, not to you. So these guys, <laughs> probably not at all. Anyways, these guys so are funny. Quick, like they're gonna guys. be like they're they're getting bored as we speak. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, we asked for like a five. I'm hanging bit. my head that I didn't <laughs> realize it was a Firefly reference. <laughs> I like so, the compass. Steven, yes, the last ten Super Bowl MVPs. Are you ready for them? Uh, yes. Say a bunch of names. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go the from the last one to the 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 latest one does that make sense so the one that just happened okay to the one 20 2014 on back back 2014 and this was at super bowl 48 it was malcolm smith of the seattle seahawks yeah linebacker guy. 2013 at super bowl 47 joe flacco of Ooh. the baltimore ravens is it an arm on that guy <laughs> <laughs> he, at least he was a quarterback oh really i knew that <laughs> 2012 Super Bowl 46 Eli Manning oh he can run real fast no he's a quarterback no. as well he, he eats he, Oreos in competition right. with his brother <laughs> 2011 take... Super Bowl 45 Aaron Rodgers oh large and in charge <laughs> 2010 <laughs> Super Bowl 44 Drew Brees oh he went to Disneyland got that one nailed it 2009 Super Bowl 44 <laughs> Go on. 43, Santonio Holmes. Oh, hey, what's up, I say? Oh, not Heinz Ward, Santonio Holmes. He's an African-American. Oh, close, <laughs> but it was Santonio Santonio, Holmes. Okay. It was a receiver and not a uh, quarterback. Well, Got it. We don't know where he grew up. 2008, Super Bowl 42, Eli Manning. That's his. That was his first one. First he already two. said that one. Yeah, he already he said that one. He won twice. <laughs> he went, oh, twice? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Good for him. 2007. 2007. <laughs> Yes. Super Bowl 41, Peyton Manning, Eli's older brother. Oh, brothers. And they're happy and they hold their hands. 2006, <laughs> Super Bowl 40, Heinz Ward. Okay. He was in the Oh, there was one on there. 2005, okay. Super Bowl 39, Dion Branch. Pretty sure that's a wizard. Go ahead. Oh, that's a Patriots win. Oh, shit. Mm. What happened? I clicked on a name on it by accident. Oh, <laughs> your computer right. went straight to porn, didn't we'll it? Go, we'll go. We'll, we'll believe they have that list. Okay, that's number ten. Oh, here's that last one. That's Googleable. Oh. That's Google -able. We had last one. It was the last one. Oh damn it! No, I've lost it. All right, fuck it. Who cares? Sports people do. Sorry, sports people. I know you care. It's uh, important. Well, I totally dropped the ball on that Firefly reference. No worries, no worries. But that was uh, that was. Uh, but that was a good one. Pure BS podcast. That's what we that want. We want it. We want a question that's going to kind of like that. Stump us. Send us I more. It. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Well, let's finish up with some scoop mail and get out of here. Thanks, guys. Yeah, here we go. I want to message for you, son. All right, here's one from Scoop and a Half. Hey, guys, I just wanted to say that I got my name from uh, one, my size. He is 6'1 and about 270. And secondly, my nephew, who is a who is like a son to me. Switching now to a completely different topic, I was wondering when Paul was going to start up singing his state song covers. 
Thanks for everything, oh. Scoop and a Half. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm supposed to sing my shit. state car- song covers. Well, uh, I guess no time like the present. We'll do it next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should. Uh, yeah. You guys, can somebody remind me? Yeah, I'll, do, I'll, 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 do, I'll, I'll put a state out of I'll there. do one once a week. No, do you want to do a real Not every one? episode. Well, I'll take. Well, I thought. I thought the plot was I'll take the lyrics. We'll set some Tony Longworth music up, and then I'll just riff. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that Love idea. It. Yeah, I think that sounds good. <laughs> All right, here's one from Paul in Canada. Gents, still catching up on episodes. Just finished 43, and I'm kind of excited to be able to correct most of the jock section for 43, as I'm nowhere near an actual jock. Truth be told, I'm a shitty Canadian, and I don't give a shit about hockey, but here goes. You mentioned that Canadians have been let into the NHL. It's actually the other way around. The original six is American propaganda. The original six weren't original at all. The NHL started out as a, a Canadian National League. Who's this? This is uh, Paul from Canada. Paul is already giving us too much credit. I don't even think you and I were thinking about the original six. Nope. No. <laughs> Matt, do you follow hockey? Uh, no. Yeah, me either. No, I follow the playoffs, and that's it. Yeah. Every now and then, I'm reminded that someone is playing hockey somewhere. I love it live. I've gone to minor league games. Hockey games live are some of the most fun things. I'll bet. amazing. It's a lot of fun. Uh, they're so fast. It's a really action-packed game. I love seeing it live. Uh, I just never get into it on television. I went through a brief phase back before I had good cable, where it was one of the few channels I got on my TV. They'd show late-night replay hockey games. And, uh, and you know when I enjoyed it? When they showed the puck trail. I know. That was a thing that Fox did for a while. Why did they stop the puck trail? Because they kept bre- they had they had to put a chip in the puck to do that, and they kept breaking the chips because people oh, boo-hoo, because people I'm hit Fox. them with sticks. I can't afford chips. <laughs> I can't afford puck chips. There's, there's I'm one of the largest, of really big guys hitting it with global sticks. national. Come on. <laughs> Put the puck back in it. Put the chip in a puck. Unless they're crying like, oh, that throws the weight off of the puck totally. No, they tried to do the same thing with baseballs during the uh, the Bonds. Uh, no, it was during the uh, Sosa-McGuire home run chase well, back in the Well, I can see how that wouldn't work because and, those uh, fucking pitchers switch out and put up a fake ball every other game. <laughs> like, oh, put it on my quirky special here. But They're better than Penn and Teller with switching that shit up. <laughs> Paul, do, do you think that pitchers cork the baseball? Yes, they do. <laughs> All right, then. I was just checking. <laughs> they have a full cork baseball. Like, this thing's going to zoom so fast. It's just full of cork. Yeah. You're not going to be able to hit this thing. And they're smaller. That's why they call it the zoom in 90s. That's they right. The, 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 the cork balls are small. They're closer to the size of a, of a golf ball. So it's harder for the, the, the guy to hit. They make a real quick switch. And that's why they're always grabbing their crotches because they got a spare ball in there. Well, we all do. <laughs> <laughs> we only need one. We got two. <laughs> anyway, Paul from Canada also says. Also, you mentioned that Edmonton, Alberta is Alberta is a pretty Americanized city. Yes, I did, and I'll stand by that. <laughs> As a lifelong Edmontian. I so wish that were true. You're probably thinking of Calgary. Edmonton is pretty awesome when you're not buried in snow, but we just elected a 35-year-old hipster for mayor, and this city has been getting more and more socialist and not the ice cream kind. It breaks down like this. Alberta is basically Texas. Calgary is our Houston, while Edmonton is pretty much Austin. Vancouver is our Seattle. Toronto keeps trying to tell people that they're in New York. The closest thing you have to Montreal is New Orleans, and Saskatchewan is whatever boring rectangular state you have that's full of farmers, probably Wyoming. 
Our eastern provinces are full of perpetually drunk fishermen with goofy accents, so I don't know. Rhode Island? Uh, you also <laughs> mentioned that Toronto doesn't give uh, doesn't have shit up in French. Oh, you also mentioned that Toronto doesn't have shit up in French, like signs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's most of the country. Languages are the purview of the provinces, and only New Brunswick is bilingual. Quebec is French, and the other provinces are English. Nobody gives a fuck about the territories. Here in Alberta, the only time you'll see shit in French is on federal property, like military bases and the passport office. Hopes that helps. We really or hope that, hope that helps, eh? We really don't say that. <laughs> well, thank and that's you. Paul from Canada. But like, did your grandparents say it? Like, it has to come from somewhere. I mean, People someone say says a. Hey. They say that shit all the time. I uh, I learned a lot, guys. Ice cream social. Learn about the world right here. You know what? <laughs> Get him a bowl full of poutine. Watch him start <laughs> a and all over the place. Yeah, here that's called disco fries, motherfucker. Boom! Disco fries, disco fries, gravy on a French fry, disco fries, gravy on a bunch of cheese, disco fries, cheese curds, cottage cheese, disco fries. Mm-mm-mm. What? That's what it is. Yeah, it's great. It's French fries, gravy, and cottage cheese, essentially. Oh, cool. Or Curd. variations Curds. thereof. Curds. Well, what? 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 A cottage cheese way? I don't know. It's curds. What yeah. does cottage cheese way? How much does cottage cheese weigh? I don't know. How much does it weigh? Third base. <laughs> Edmonton. <laughs> uh, let's do one more. All right, we got only one. one? <laughs> All right, we'll do more than Yay! that. Yay! Okay. We got one from Lucas. <laughs> I'm hungry like the wolf. Oh shit! <laughs> Is it a long one? Lucas, the kid from no, the no. movie. Lucas. No, I'm oh shitting Paul. Oh. <laughs> sure, like the kid from the movie. We're uh, losing Paul fast. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> Hey guys, wanted to give you my new ideas for growing the listenership. This is this is a good thing. Oh, nice. Let's bring it. I mean, we could use your help. When my phone-based marketing or with my phone-based marketing campaign, I've now recruited six of my friends, and we are wanting to get T-shirts made with quotes from the show, who said it, and the episode number and time written on the back, much like those God Brothers do with their songs, uh, I John three sixteen, whatever that means. Is there any oh, quotes? Oh, so they're saying like when we put when we put biblical quotes on T-shirts, we put the Bible verse, right? So what we should do is do episode number versus, and time, exactly episode number and time. Yeah, no, cute. So, uh, are there any quotes you'd like to see on a T-shirt? The current suggestions are chocolate microphone, run like heaven, Jupiter is in the money house, Ooh. and explosion. I'm also wanting to know when Jacob will be getting his own spinoff show and what it would be called. Best wish, Lucas. Best wishes? Wishes. That would be the word. Lucas. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, you're never getting a spinoff show. So no, I already, already have one. a spinoff show. It's awesome. It's called Jacob's Rocky Road. You haven't heard listened to it? No, yeah, it's great. No, it's great. Oh, it's really great. Yeah, it's all yeah, about yeah. it's all about his travels on rocky roads. Yeah, yeah. I he, cover a lot of John Denver songs. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> Rocky Mountain High, it's a big one. But he just goes to rural What's areas. The What's the other one? The other Don, John Denver song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, Country Boy. Thank God I'm a Country Boy. Oh, damn it. Uh, got one. Why, what? I thought, you did, I thought you didn't have two in the chamber. Brother, I got the greatest hits. You do not You do not have three and four. I do not have three and four? Yeah. Uh, we got Rocky Mountain High. We got uh, uh, Thank God I'm a Country Boy. Yeah, no, I heard those two already. We got, we got um, uh, I Smell Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the last song he recorded as his plane went down, and we got, <laughs> and we got uh, Mayday, which was a follow-up B-side. Um, I would actually. Too soon. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Tasteless. Too soon. 
<laughs> it was in like 98. Um, I, uh, I would like to put that out to the scoops. I would love to put it. You ever have a John Denver omelet? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh. I haven't. What's it? Uh, nothing. Oh, okay. No, what it would be in it. Uh, uh, Rocky, Rocky Road ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what would you put out to the scoops? Oh, uh, uh, what what quotes do they want? I mean, I love Jupiter in the Money House. I think you're right. I think we need to open this up to a larger fan base. Yeah. If you've got a, a specific quote. Jihad me at hello. I think that's pretty good. That's an easy one. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I don't know how we could go about doing a t-shirt thing. Well, both those are episode titles. Go like uh, I'm trying to think of like, yeah, I like that. But I also, mm-hmm. if, if anybody has any quotes from a particular episode, we'll find the minutes. You don't mm-hmm. have to do that. But if there's a quote you like and you know what episode it's from. I'd love to start thinking Fuck about that. Fuck you in that. the face, but that's um, going to be our You know who would have tag. a field day with this is Ace, I think, would have a good time with this as well. So if we Yes, he would. He actually commented on a bunch of info for us on the uh, Geek Shock podcast because we're looking for a name for our Geek Shock fans. Mm-hmm. And we're also trying to name one of our new anchors. Okay. And so, yeah, he came up with a mess of really cool stuff. So, yeah, Ace would definitely be somebody to turn to. He's got an ear for it. Um, but uh, and also like when other people put in quotes, you probably have some good good logo ideas for mm. what you're oh, going yeah, to yeah, 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 sure, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But I love this idea. Thank you, Lucas. That is great. Thanks, Lucas. You want to do one more? I do. I'm hungry like the wolf. I'm hungry like the wolf. I smell like a sound. I smell like a sound. I'm lost and I'm found. I'm lost and I'm found. I'm on the hunt. I'm on I'm the hunt for you. balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the hunt for balls. I'm on the hunt for balls. Of I one. am not putting uh, hooray for Nazis, <laughs> hooray for Nazis on a nope. t-shirt. Mm-mm. Sorry, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> not going to subject yourself to any more of that? You're right no. to not do it. I only have it on one t-shirt that I wear when I want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you already had that shirt before we did that episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Neither does your crazy Uncle Vlad. Let me at your panties, Jacob. <laughs> Let me into your panties. Cool water. <laughs> Moving on from Sergeant Scoops. Oh, I love that name. Yeah, hmm. that's good. Matt and Paul, and of course, the mighty Jacob. <laughs> oh, I already like Sergeant Scoops. <laughs> yeah, I'm really liking this segment of Scoop Mail, guys. You should uh, go ahead and add that to your Rocky Road podcast. That's right. <laughs> Jacob's whole, Rocky Road, everybody. Hell yeah. To answer the question, I'll do. A, I'll also do a spinoff show, whatever I damn well want. <laughs> oh, man. Where are you going to get the equipment? Oh. Uh, I'll borrow it. <laughs> Loved the show. I've been a longtime member of the PSS congregation and was stoked when I heard this podcast was starting. I wasn't able to listen regularly for the first couple of months due to being away uh, traveling for army training. So I've been on a hardcore ice cream social binge for the last two days trying to catch up. I've been laughing my ass off all weekend at the adventures of Pegasus, the horse detective, and how (laughs) hilarious it is listening to both of you basically never have a fucking clue what the other is asking in Jock vs. Nerd. That's for sure. Keep it up, gents. <laughs> you got it. Thank you. Very nice. That's I do have, awesome. I do have one suggestion. The term scoops is absolutely awesome, but I think you need a nickname for your guests. Flavor of the day, maybe? Oh, I like that. Figgity fuck you, Sergeant <laughs> Scoops. <laughs> yeah, that is a good idea. Uh, we could call them cones. Cones. Waffle Flavor cones. Sample stick? What's it oh, called? Oh, yeah. Sample, sample spoon. Like Samplers. Yeah, uh, sample spoon. Sample spoon. Uh, what are some other ice Carton. cream things? Carton. Oh. Pint. I was good. We could call them pints. Our pints. Our pints. We got, we're, tonight we're sitting down with a pint of blankety blank. A pint. Oh, yes. Okay. Let's, we we'll could, try it. We could come up with, we could, do, we could do something that another ice cream company does, mm-hmm. na- giving cute names to their pints based on the celebrity guest. Oh, uh, okay. 
Okay, cool. I like that. That kind of thing. We'll try that. You know what else? If you go to Dairy Queen, you get a blizzard. They hold it upside down to make sure that it's a, a good a good blending. Uh, so we should hold right. our guests They show down. the blizzard upside down. That's, that's, that's it. We should hold our call guests our guests upside, upside down. down blizzards. No, we should hold our guests upside down. Well, like let's, shake them. Let's let's them. let's try the the cute name. So like if if Jerry Garcia was on, we'd call it Cherry Garcia. That's our right? yeah, ice cream. If Liz Le- if Liz Lemon was on, <laughs> the we call it the character, the fixed, fixed <laughs> character. Rock, we yeah. call it Liz Lemon because uh, that's an ice cream flavor too. Sure. So if Tina Fey were on, we would have Tina Fey go float. There you go. Uh, so who who else we got? Give me a celebrity, Jacob. Uh, Will Ferrell. Okay, so if Will Ferrell's on, it's uh, Will F- Willy Wonka Ferrell's uh, Runtz mix. So it'd be Runtz <laughs> mixed into the into the ice cream. Uh, go ahead, another one more celebrity, Jacob. Uh, I'm thinking Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln was on. It would be like Abe Lincoln logs of chocolate that I shove into my ice cream. Abe Lincoln logs of chocolate, man, that'd be so good. You could go a long a long way with that yeah. one. The Great Emancipator of Caramel. <laughs> you could call him the, the four score bars and seven heaps. Ago. Four score bars, <laughs> four score bars and seven heaps. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. The don't go to Ford's Theater ice cream. <laughs> um. Damn it! I have one right on the tip of my tongue, and I can't work it. You uh, get there. Okay, I'll just do that loud. Oh, oh! How about uh, six semper that's sweetness? What, that's what I was going for. I was trying to think of Tyrannus. I was trying to think of a good food. Six that goes semper into sweetness. I couldn't think. Yeah, there's not a. Yeah, Tyrannus is a tough one. That's a tough one to yeah. make into a food. Yeah. If if uh, Lincoln had existed in the time of dinosaurs, yeah, it's an easy six semper Tyrannosaurus. Rex. Yeah, it's exactly. but. That is a great improv name if I ever heard one. That six is a, Semper Tyrannosaurus. That is a house team right? name only. It's not an independent team. That's a right. house team. Six Semper Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, Six Semper Tyrannosaurus. As long as we're supposing that Lincoln might show up on the podcast, I think we can go ahead and assume that he can show up with dinosaurs. <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck Getty's, he wants. Getty's Burr. It's called in this freezer. <laughs> Getty's Burr. Delicious address. Getty's Burr. Address of delicious. Oh, uh, who is that? Oh, I don't know. That was um, <laughs> Sergeant Scoops. Give us some more uh, some more celebrities that we can turn into pints. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, I, uh, uh, Bradley Cooper. Oh. <laughs> Bradley Cooper's Tears of Failure <laughs> ice cream. Oh. He's not a failure. No, he's not. He's a successful actor. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He would be, he could be the Rocket Raccoon Swirl. Okay. Or Rocket Pop. Rocket Pop. Rocket Pop Raccoon Squirrel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll stay in that movie. We'll go with uh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. Vin Diesel. Diesel swirl. Diesel swirl. Vin Diesel swirl of caramel and chocolate. Yeah, good, good. I like it. Vin Diesel swirl. Uh, we'll go with a celebrity that is uh, attached to the show. We'll go with Penn Jillette. Uh, Magic Swirtle. Uh, <laughs> get at Walgreens. Part of Delish Brands. Check it out. <laughs> it it's is a, so fucking good. Ice cream. If you so haven't good. eaten that ice cream, there is some in my freezer really right now. It's really fucking good. No, oh it, there's not either. I finished it. I went to my Walgreens and I said, "Who do I have to blow to get some Swirtle around here?" Turns out just two guys. <laughs> just, just two? two? Guys, just two guys working the late shift. What? What Walgreens were you able to get away with just two? <laughs> Wait a minute. What Walgreens do you go to? I went to the three blow Walgreens. <laughs> oh man! It's always three blows. At I least. went to the Henderson. Were you, were you oh, in Vegas? you lucky! Yeah, I'm, I'm in a I'm suburb. A, now I'm up on the West Side, uh-huh. man. They don't play. <laughs> Speaking of Ben Gillette, I want to thank Ben Gillette for, for helping Woo-hoo! us be a part of the, this podcast network. 
Uh, I want to thank uh, Jacob, our audio guy, who's Woo-hoo. about to do his own spin-off podcast himself. Jacob's going to be road. awesome. A spin-off, a spin-off, a spin. Tune in. <laughs> and uh, I want to thank uh, Ace Munns for illustrations, Tony Longworth for his music. I believe today was Matt's Flats, uh, was was Tony Longworth's music there. That was, yep. I like that. Uh, I want to thank uh, Nick for when he does his Jock vs. Nerd songs. And I want to thank my partner, Paul Mattingly. I want to thank Matt Donnelly. Don't forget to follow him at Sweet Matty D on the Twitters. Don't forget to follow Paul at The Famous Paul on mm-hmm. Twitter. Yep, yep, yep. Keep writing in. Keep, keep subscribing. Writing, keep writing in. Keep subscribing. Keep telling friends about it. We've had amazing listenership uh, bursts. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and, guys. Uh, thanks for spreading the word. If you enjoy the podcast, send up some links. We are on the Facebooks. Shoot out some uh, links on some of our pages. Get more friends involved. We love it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll see you all next week. Okay, Matt. Dolly Parton. Uh, Dolly. Um, uh, oh, like a dollop. Dollop Parton. Yep. Dollop, dollop Parton. You dollop got it. Parton. You nailed it. That's it. That was the answer. Dollop Correct. Parton. <laughs> Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Frank Sinatra is uh, Old Blue Balls ice cream. <laughs> Old blue balls of ice cream. It would be colored blue. <laughs>